Welcome to another episode of the Find a Best Future podcast. Jeremy, what are we taking a look at today? Well, Neil, we're going to have a look at the foundation courses today. Fantastic. And this is, this is a huge area, isn't it? It's massive, actually, as we are about to find out. Right. And uh, foundation courses, pretty much every country has uh, their different version of a foundation course, don't they? They do. They may have a different title, but uh, it amounts to the same thing. There are lots of different layers, I suppose, is the best way to describe it in higher education. Uh, and foundation courses are, of course, one of those layers. Fantastic. I'm really excited to learn more. Well, yes, and university foundation courses, also known as foundation programs or sometimes pre-university right. courses, are designed to prepare students for higher education by equipping them with the necessary academic skills and possibly English language skills. These programs cater to students who may not meet the entry requirements for direct admission to a university right. or who require additional support before starting their degrees. So this, these are the people that's really aimed okay. at. So let's drill into the different types and maybe start off with acade academic foundation courses. Yes, and the academic foundation courses, they focus on enhancing students' academic skills and knowledge in a specific subject area, relevant, of course, to their intended field of study. Uh, these courses are typically discipline-specific and cover subjects such as mathematics, science, social sciences, and humanities. Uh, and the aim here is to provide students with a solid academic foundation, ensuring they have the necessary knowledge and skills to succeed in their chosen bachelor degree. Okay. And when you've taken one of those, do you generally just go on into year one of the bachelor's degree in the same university? Usually, yes. That would be a fairly common scenario, I would say. Assuming that you pass your foundation year, most universities will accept you automatically into year one of a bachelor right, program. Okay. So if, if, for example, you're in the UK doing a three-year bachelor program, uh, you would have a year on the front, sometimes not known as year zero. And but that would really mean that your three years at university was stretched to four. Right. Okay, understood. And what about the English Language Foundation course? What's that? Well, these are designed specifically for students whose English is not up to standards, the standard required for entry to a bachelor degree at university. So it's very sort of language teaching intensive. Okay, so it's a language course, basically, to, it is. to get you up it to is. a standard, not just in spoken language, but also academic language, I guess. Very much, yes, okay. because of course you're going to have to use academic language and write papers when you're at university. And then I know that there's another variant called the International Foundation Year. Again, what's the difference? What are they? Well, the International Foundation Year is a program that combines the academic and the language skill. And these courses are really suitable for international students who need to improve their English language proficiency while also gaining subject-specific knowledge. And these programs, they're usually one year long and they cover a range of subjects. And I guess the best way to is they provide a bridge between high school and university level study. Okay, so in a way, they're a combination of the first two. Is that right? Yes, they You've are. You've got academic yes, foundation correct. plus English uh, to get you where you need to be. Exactly. They get you exactly where you need to be so you can succeed in a bachelor program. Okay, now I've also heard of the word, I don't know, access courses. Um, what are they? Well, access courses are designed for students who've been out of formal education for some time, who may or maybe lack the necessary qualifications. Perhaps they left school early, for example. And these access courses will then allow 
students to, well, access a bachelor degree program. Understood. And are the same as pathway programs or not? Well, similar. Um, pathway programs, also known as bridging programs or preparation oh. programs, are designed to bridge the gap between a student's current qualifications and the entry requirements for a particular degree program, where a pathway program often provides a combination of academic and language support, helping students meet specific prerequisites, etc. Yeah, and they're very similar then to the founder, International Foundation, yeah? Yes, they are. Okay, yes, maybe just very... a variant or a different name. And then I know that I was always confused about foundation programs because my interest when I was younger was in art and design. And for me, a foundation program or a foundation course was specifically around art. There are, of course, some excellent art foundation programs. I mean, art and design foundation courses are specifically tailored for students interested in pursuing creative fields such as fine arts, graphic design, fashion design, architecture. And these courses provide a comprehensive introduction to art and design principles, techniques, processes, and they aim to develop a student's artistic skills, creative thinking, portfolio preparation, allowing successful entry into an art or design bachelor degree program. And they're pretty much a prerequisite, aren't they, to study art or design in the UK? In the UK, yeah. Not elsewhere, in but instances. in the UK, you mm. pretty much are obliged to take one of these courses before you, you get into the regular degree program. That's correct. And of course, they have the added benefits if you're interested in thinking in that direction. They have the benefits of allowing you to explore all the different areas of art. Indeed. And then you sort of focus in on, on where your passion really lies and then apply to a bachelor degree, which you know, focuses around that area of your passion. Okay. So it's a really, actually, we say foundation courses, but it's really a broad spectrum of different kinds of courses suited yes. to help mm. students transition from where they are to where they want to be. I guess that's the way of looking at it. Thank you for that overview. Are there any differences country by country? I always. <laughs> of course. I think it might be a good idea to just sort of take a quick look at some of the major countries where our listeners are possibly thinking of going to Indeed. study. Let's start with the United okay, States. It's typically a one-year program. It focuses on academic English, introductory courses in the subject area of interest for the students. Right. Credits, academic credits. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Academic credits are normally awarded and can be used towards building enough credits to graduate with your degree. Ah, okay. So when you enter your degree program, you've already got some credits, uh, which lightens up your workload uh, during your well, in the US four-year degree program. It also spreads the cost, doesn't it? Because in the States, it's all about credits, which means that you have taken some of the cost away from the four-year program and pushed it over into the foundation year. Yes. I mean, if you can clock up enough credits to graduate quicker than the standard four years, then clearly you're going to save quite a lot of money. Yes, indeed, indeed. So that's the States. How widely spread are they in America? Oh, very widely okay. spread. I mean, the United States has over 4,000 universities and colleges, so you won't have any trouble at all finding, finding a foundation program to suit your needs. No, and what about, say, Northern but Cousin, Canada? Uh, what do what foundation Canada. courses look like there? Yeah, very similar, really. It's a one-year academic year uh, program. You'd be doing English, mathematics, subject related to your proposed major. 
And again, you get credits. Students can normally apply direct to a foundation program and universities or colleges offer these programs or perhaps they're partner institutions. So you just make a direct application to the place where you want to go and do your foundation program. Right. And we did an interesting episode around it, being able to move from one institution to another institution, certainly British Columbia, I remember, um, but also probably in different areas of Canada, which means theoretically, I guess you could take your foundation year, maybe even your first year or two of university and then move to a more prestigious university, couldn't you? It's always a possibility, but I think if you're going to go and do a foundation program, you need to make sure you're doing it at a properly accredited college. Indeed. It's really important, isn't it? But Very what about important. Australia? Uh, need to find Australia, out about Australia, yeah. Absolutely. Um, between eight and 12 months, okay. but a normal academic year is around about nine sure. months in most countries. So let's say between eight and 12 months, academic skills development is a key focus here. Subject related models, obviously, you might also learn a little bit about the Australian education system. Right. Again, you earn credits towards your bachelor degree and you can apply directly to the institution where you're planning on going to do your foundation. Understood. And so it's similar in many ways to the USA in that regard. Yes. And in Europe, do we sort of lump them together, the European countries? Um, do uh, they offer yeah. them? <laughs> they do, yes. And of course, each country is slightly different, but generally speaking, these range from one to two years, and they'll focus on language Indeed, development, I guess academic that's what skill. It's about, isn't it? Yeah. And, and in Germany, I guess those that you know, it's all about learning German. Uh, primarily. Yes, because a lot of students from abroad don't actually speak German, but they want to study Indeed, at the German the university Spain, because, in Italy, yeah, because, everywhere. yeah, because German universities are free. Right. Uh, <laughs> which helps. Uh, which really helps. It's quite attractive. Yeah. But if you want to study a course, which is taught in German, obviously you have to pass a German language exam. Right. So your foundation, you effectively will be an intensive language program. Right to get you up to level C1. And I guess if you're in a country where it's free, I guess the credit issue isn't quite as pressing, but do you earn credits that you can apply to your bachelor's degree? Yeah, it depends on the university. Uh, some universities allow you to use the credits you earn during your foundation year to offset against the credits you require to graduate out of your bachelor program. It's a case by case situation. Okay. And last but not least, what about the UK? Uh, good point. Um, well, the UK has a large number of foundation programs, over 9,000 at the last count. Wow. They are typically one academic year. And again, it's academic skills, subject specific modules. And they also include a research topic, depending on the university. And credits, well, successful completion of the course normally guarantees entry to the bachelor. So you pretty much, if you pass, you go straight on into the bachelor's degree. That's yes. associated with the course, I guess. That's right. And as far as applications are concerned, the UK operates a centralized system called UCAS. Okay, and even for foundation courses. Yes. And you go into UCAS and you can search the foundation courses there. As I said, there's over 9,000. Yeah. And then you can make your applications through that software. So it's all very simple and very centralized. Okay. We'll stop and then we'll start again. Okay. Three, two. One. Okay, Jeremy. So we know what they are and we know the differences between the different countries, but what are the advantages of taking a foundation program? 
There are actually many advantages, Neil. I'm a big fan of foundation programs um, because they just give you a little bit extra, I would say. Right. First and obvious one, it's a smooth transition to university and they provide a bridge between high school and a university education. It allows students a little bit of time to adapt to the academic rigor and teaching method and expectations of a university level degree yeah, program. Sure. And then you've got academic skill development because you're going to be maturing as a person. You're going to be away from home at university. You, um, these foundation programs are going to focus on developing essential academic skill and including things like critical thinking, research, writing, problem solving. And these skills are very useful and very transferable into undergraduate study and many jobs as well later yeah, on. Indeed. Indeed. And I guess also for students who have, don't have English as their mother tongue, language proficiency is a big win. It is. It's a huge win because if you go on one of these language proficiency foundation programs, clearly you are going to be challenged to raise your level of English spoken and written, uh, but you're also going to be in an English speaking country. You're going to be surrounded by English, all your fellow students. And so this in itself is going to really push your language skills quicker and higher. And then of course, subject knowledge, I guess. Yeah, very important. Foundation programs offer subject specific modules related to the student's intended field of study. And that when you enter your bachelor degree, you'll have a solid understanding of the foundational concepts and knowledge necessary for your bachelor degree subjects. And you mentioned it earlier, but you know, um, growing up is part yeah. of it, isn't it? It's amazing to see. I mean, I've witnessed it many times when high school students leave and then they come back to visit me a year later, they're changed people, they're young adults. They've had to cope with, well, leading a normal independent life. And so that's something else, which you're going to get, of course, from going away and doing the foundation program. Yeah, it's really a confidence building, isn't it? Yeah. Very much. Yes. And anything else that you can add to that list? Yeah, and foundation programs open up academic opportunities for you, which might otherwise be closed because you don't have the right mix of subjects, or right. maybe you don't have high enough grades for that university. So it's a way of getting into a more competitive university. And um, we mentioned it earlier, but also in some scenarios can offer you uh, credit transfer as well. Yeah, credit transfer is very important because successful completion of a foundation program leads to the awarding of an ac of academic credits and then can be transferred on, of course, to your bachelor. That's uh, primarily in the USA and Canada, isn't it? Mainly, yes, but there are other places which will offer you academic credits okay. for this. Fantastic. Anything else? Yeah, university support and resources. Our foundation programs often provide additional support services, such as academic advising, tutoring, and then you've got the ac access of course to the university's facilities and resources, which is a big plus for you. Right. And then as we mentioned, it gives you time to climatize to the university environment. Indeed. And I guess the big one really, isn't it? The big one is flexible entry requirements. That means you can get on these courses with a lower academic or a less high, a less good academic record than you would otherwise if you were applying for the bachelor's course straight away. That's quite right. I often have conversations with my students. They've sort of set their heart on studying a subject at a particular university, and then they've discovered that their grades are too low. And so then we discuss the possibility of doing a foundation year. 
and as a way of getting into that university. Yeah. I did a little bit of digging around here, Neil, and I came up with something which really illustrates what we're talking okay, about. Off you go. Southampton University in the UK has a very well-renowned and huge engineering Yeah, department. even I know about it. So I had a look at what the entry requirements are for a mechanical engineering, bachelor of engineering program. And in terms of IB points, they wanted 38 points, high level six in physics and the six or seven in mathematics. Ouch. So and that's a 38 high, point to high get in. grade point. Well, <laughs> the top university, that's yeah, right. I know, but... However, not everybody's got 38 IB points. Oh, but here's the clever bit. If you go and do the foundation program, you get in on 32 points. Right. So you study mathematics and mechanics and programming and electronics during that first year. So it's actually a great opportunity for you to uh, acquire a lot of skills and knowledge in the whole engineering field and get into a top-notch university, even if your grades were only sort of middling. Yeah, and 32 points, a lot of students will achieve that kind of grade level. And so it does open up doors, doesn't it? It does, yeah. There are, of course, international foundation programs that take a broader approach and aim to raise the academic profile of international right. students who wish to study for a bachelor's degree. And is that always the case or generally the case that you can get in with lower grades? If they are offered a foundation program, I would say generally it is the case, right. yes. Okay. And how easy is it to find these courses? How do you locate them? Depends on the country. I mean, we talked just now about the UK having a centralized system. You just go on ucat.com and you type in, well, let's stay with the engineering example. You type in engineering, then you use the filter and book foundation courses and you get a big long list of foundation courses. Okay. And I've heard about these things cause associate degrees in Canada and the States. So are they the same thing or are they different? That's slightly different. An associate degree is what you would typically achieve in two years. Right. And for example, if you went to a community college in the United States, you'd probably graduate with an associate degree. And then you would have the opportunity to transfer on to a local university and do two more years and end up with a bachelor's degree. So effectively it serves the same function. It's just structured slightly differently and has a different name. Although you can just leave with your associate degree after two years. It's a college degree, right. obviously, and then go out into the labor market and find a job. Okay. Understood. And we spoke about international foundation programs. I guess these probably do. This is the same stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it sort of makes a difference to which the English language bit in the international program. Okay, that's, I'll go back then. So I stopped, I'll say the word, and we'll do three, two, one. So you mentioned international foundation programs. Are they just normal foundation programs as well? Yes, there are, and of course, there is a little bit of a difference between the two. The international programs tend to have an element of English language instruction, whereas the regular ones don't. Okay. And what are these programs? Local, local students in the UK and US obviously don't need the English language instruction. Sure, of course. None. And this is how you come to this difference. Okay. And what do these programs look like? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Um, shall we dig in and look at a couple of examples Let's there? I know you're going to say yes. Because you always like my examples. I do. Top tips and examples. Uh, always. Top tips and examples. Good. 
Um, I had a little look at the University of Surrey in the UK, International Foundation Program. Right. And this program offers three routes, depending on what the student wishes to study for a bachelor's degree. So it's a general foundation program. And then you can sort of follow different tracks within that okay, program. Understood. You can go down the sort of the business economics law direction, or you can go down the sort of computing engineering, physical sciences direction, or you can go in the sort of more life sciences areas. It's, it's quite a broad program and allows you a lot of scope to move in different directions. Can you zoom in on one of them? I don't know, the business economics law one? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, there are certain core units, which everyone will do. Academic English is clearly one of them. Sustainable innovation for emerging futures. Right. Interesting, that sure. one. Yeah. And then, of course, there are subject-specific units and the, the business direction. You'll be doing fundamentals of business management, right. microeconomics for decision-making, principles of accounting, contemporary business issues, accounting and analysis, and macroeconomics in action. Okay. And so really a very strong uh, preparation for this style of course. Are there any other examples you've got for me? I would say it's an extremely strong preparation. Yeah. yeah. Another example for you. You can never get too many examples, can you, Neil? Okay, then. Luckily, I prepared one just for you. The University of Lincoln, which is also in the UK, pharmacy foundation programs. So initially, all students will study the core module, which is called study skills. And then you'll also be looking at the fundamentals of chemistry, biology, mathematics. And then you can move on to your part of your foundation year in pharmacy. All of this you will study. And upon successful completion, then you move into the bachelor program. Understood. And are foundation courses just offered by universities and colleges, or do other institutions or organizations offer them? That's a really good question. Yes, there are other institutions who offer foundation programs. Um, in many countries, there are specialized institutions or pathway providers mm -hmm. that offer these foundation programs as a standalone option. So you would just go and do a one-year foundation program right. or in collaboration with universities. So the, well, the standalone provider will have a link with a particular university, more like a feeder course, if you like. Understood. And I guess you have to be careful about the quality of these organizations and make sure that what they're offering is actually going to get you to where you need to get to. Yeah, it's very important. We flagged this up uh, earlier on in this episode. Um, it is important that you make sure that these institutions are properly accredited. Right, indeed. So that you can use the a foundation program certificate, which you get to move into university. Yeah, it's really important. And I guess they have, uh, do they, sometimes they have shared facilities with the university and sometimes they have their own or how does that work? Yeah, um, depends on their location, of course. And some of these sort of partner providers obviously work with the universities and have a, a guarantee. If you part their a foundation program, then the university will take you in as a as an undergraduate right. student for a bachelor well, Some of them even share the university's name, don't they? Hardly, they do, yes. You can hardly even notice that it's not the university but um, because um, they're so closely connected. And other are not. Yes. I mean, you mentioned uh, just now about facilities. It's probably worth pointing out that um, these providers may have their own campus and their own faculty and resources, or they may operate within the existing educational institutions, as you've just mentioned. But the, there's a wide divergence here, I would say, okay. between 
some of the smaller ones, especially in terms of facilities, and those which are you know, more or less part of the university, in which case they so tend to have make access sure you do to due diligence. Yeah, make sure you check. Yeah, yeah, it's make very sure important. That get you where you need to get to. Okay, we'll stop there. Three, two, one. Okay, Jeremy, thank you for all of that. And perhaps you can summarize the benefits of a foundation course or the equivalent for our listeners. Well, I think the first benefit, which probably a lot of people have latched onto, is that it allows you to enter a higher ranked or more academically demanding university. I mean, you heard me talk about engineering at Southampton just now. IB points 38 for direct entry to the bachelor program or IB points 32 to go to the foundation sure. program. And so that's no, an important not. point uh, for most students, sure. I would say, yes. An opportunity to improve your knowledge and skills and to be fully prepared, which is also academically very yeah, important. Yeah, and I think that's really um, important because, of course, it helps you be su even more successful in the bachelor's degree. So it's not only that you yes. can get in earlier, but you're also better prepared to get better grades, I guess. Yes, because um, if you do a foundation program, then you come into a bachelor program, it's not going to seem such a big step up as it would be if you were to go directly from a high school to a bachelor program. Yeah, um, moving along, I think that it's a great opportunity to improve your English language skills if English is not your first language. Completely. And again, just time to settle into university life and the way of studying and also to get used to the culture of living in a new country, a foreign country. And I guess some of those courses you were looking at offer you a sort of broad education in, in, in an area of uh, learning that might then help you understand which specific course you want to apply to. I'm thinking of what the example you gave around business studies, economics, law, and social sciences. You could take the foundation and then decide perhaps which route to take. It's a good point, yes, because you, you might think when you apply, oh, yes, I want to do a business course, but then when you start doing some units on macroeconomics, you think, well, maybe I'll go and do an economics indeed. degree. Why not? Yeah, indeed, yeah. it gives you that insight that you normally wouldn't have. Thank you so much, Jeremy. That was very insightful and, as usual, highly informed. Thank you for your time. I just wanted to check in. I can see it's getting a bit darker in your area thing on the menu tonight. Well, I've got this wonderful cookery book, Neil. It's called Jamie Oliver's Five Ingredients. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, a man's for the never touched, Did he pay for the sponsorship uh, statement? Oops, no. <laughs> oh. Ma well, maybe we should. We'll have to get in touch with Jamie. Right we'll have to get in touch <laughs> with will. Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> and then, why is it particularly good, uh, Jeremy? Well, the thing I like about this recipe book is, as I mentioned, it's five ingredients are so not too complicated. And Jamie writes it in such a way that even I can manage it. And then he writes at the bottom, simple. I thought, simple? It might be simple for him, but then... <laughs> So I'm going to have a look in the book and select something very yummy You're going to for delve dinner this into evening. Your book. I have just I taken am indeed. two beautiful sourdough loaves out of the oven oh. and they are right now cool. I think I'm going to make myself some bruschetta with them. I've got some lovely tomatoes there in season. I think that's what I'm going to yeah. be eating tonight. So I'll be thinking of you. Of course, this is the downside of the internet. I mean, I can see you, Neil. I can hear you, but I can't smell the whole old factory thing. I can't smell the 
lovely aromas wafting out of your kitchen towards your microphone. Or and I tell you, the smell of freshly baked bread is yeah. one of those smells that can't be beaten. Maybe one day technology will advance far enough for us to enjoy that as well. Who knows? vision. I think they invented it in the cinema Ooh. one, if <laughs> I remember rightly. They did, yes, anyway, they did. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Time to talk. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share the Find Your Best Future podcast.